Hello. Hello, welcome. We are back. Yeah. We are. Yeah, sorry about the, the the pause between the second and third um episodes. Um mainly to do with us not being in the same country, isn't it? Um I'd say it was only to do with that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that that was the main main problem. Yep. Uh but we're now back for another super duper episode. Yes. Um and uh and we even have a a, a tentative theme uh on the subject of disgust. Yeah. Well, um, I think we, we thought we were going to talk about something last week, and then we last week last, last episode, and then we never. Yeah, we never I hesitated it. slightly yeah. to say that we have a theme. Yeah, um, we, we've made the mistake now telling you what the theme is, so you will now know when we never <laughs> even talk about it. Um, yeah, so uh, and we, we've we've really gone out of our way on this one because we both watched one short video, yeah. <laughs> which well, we should talk about uh, discussed in relation to uh, uh, morality and politics. Um, felt kind of disgusting on the way here, passing all the remains of the snow as it's gone brown. Uh, right. Dead snow people everywhere. I say snow people, there were snowmen. I just right. felt that was sexist. <laughs> <laughs> I hesitated. Why Why do most snow jobs go to, snow people jobs go to men? I, I think it's snowballs, I think is the answer. Is that, yeah, probably. Also, we don't want to see children making snow tits. Don't you? <laughs> no, no, I don't, Nick. No. Okay. Um, please vote. <laughs> That's all I used to do as a kid was make snow tits. You'd make one massive snow tit and someone just put a head on it and not understand what you were doing at all. <laughs> I saw a decapitated snowman on the way here. Oh, really? Yeah, its head had rolled off. <laughs> there you go. I think it's, I wonder whether that's why uh, part of the reason of uh, getting children to make snow people, it, it kind of gets them used to the idea of death. <laughs> I would, actually, it was so off topic already, but I, <laughs> I, I never watched The Snowman until... Until uh, last Christmas, and it's until you got accused it's, of something. It's horrific. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh yeah, it is. I watched it when I was a child. Yeah, yeah. It, is, uh, it was just far totally frightening, sadder. terrible thing yeah. to happen to someone, <laughs> and unnecessary because he's got he's got a chest freezer. <laughs> you can keep, keep the guy. It's sort of like a vampire. That he's, I've met this magical man <laughs> who's dead now. <laughs> oh, didn't you take him off to the woods somewhere? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a good message, is it? Really? <laughs> it's a, it's a weird, yeah, weird message. If you, if you find a man in your garden, go and accompany him <laughs> to <laughs> a magical his, land with likewise. Yeah. <laughs> He'll have you meet some of his friends in the wood. You may get the sensation of walking in the air <laughs> if you accept some of his pills. <laughs> um. So is that? Yeah. The other thing is, are we going to talk about disgust while being? Quite disgusting, just physically. Just explain that because um, we, we, I've got a stinking cold. I've got an ear infection. Yeah, and together. <laughs> yeah, we like to keep things real. Yeah, so this is um, a show where we hopefully are going to discuss disgust. Are we going to discuss disgust while Nick sits there with a load of tissues? Yeah, yeah, just building up in front of me, all the bodily fluids flowing strong. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so what do we know? The, uh, discuss one of the really important um, urges, isn't it? One of the important. So excited, we're actually feelings. on the topic. We're on a yeah. topic. We're doing this. This is happening. I forwarded Carrie uh, the other night a few um, videos that turned out all to be the same video, <laughs> <laughs> um, which I was disgusted yeah, by. Yeah. <laughs> of um, uh, a psychologist called David Pizarro. That's a great about. name, isn't it? That's proper showbiz. 
Pizarro. He's, he's, you want to introduce him on stage, don't you? It's David Pizarro. Yeah. Really good name for it. He's Pizarro like, would have been a bit better. But... He's the opposite of a psychologist called David Superman. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he is he is one of the presenters of a podcast called Very Bad Wizards, mm-hmm. which he presents with Tamla Summers, who's a psychologist from I think the University of Texas and Pizarro Cornell, Cornell maybe. But I think he went to Yale where he studied under Paul Bloom, who wrote the book Just Babies. And one of the experiments that they did together, along with another uh, another psychologist whose name I can't remember, is they did an experiment where they took a control group and another group and asked them questions about where they stood on issues of essentially social politics, things like gay rights, abortion. Mm-hmm. But with one of the groups that uh, they tried, you know, the control group was basically the same demographic, same number, sort of same age of people, same like income and background as far as right. could go. And then the difference is that with one of the groups, they make the scenario different so that they're asking the same questions but they say sprayed fart spray into a bin right next to where they're asking the questions so the person is feeling physical disgust while being asked what they think about into a bin yeah <laughs> the bin wasn't dirty enough yeah exactly. i think that's, that's going out your way but okay so they spray they spray fart spray people feel disgusted and they give different answers and it's yeah and it's fairly uniform in that reaction in, in the uh on the <clears throat> Because I'm gonna, I've got some reservations with this, but they did try this apparently all over the world, and they've got similar reactions. The thing they tried all over the world was a different experiment. That was where they asked people a series of "How disgusted are you by this?" on a scale of not at all to very, and so they they basically are testing for how easily disgusted you are, and then they ask you a series of questions about your politics. Right. And they, that, that's the one that's the international right. study. And that's, that, that found pretty across the board that the more easily disgusted you are, the more conservative you're likely to be. Right. Especially socially conservative with regard to things like... Okay. Game so, so that's quite interesting. But we uh, we were discussing before, and I don't know whether they've tried doing the opposite of, of making people feel clean, having, having them uh, take a shower and then the opposite seeing whether the they go experiment. for more, uh, a more of a left-wing reaction. You know, where they're more pro-gay uh, rights mm. as a result of feeling clean. Yeah. Also, my, my, my other reservation with it is I wonder whether... Okay, because the disgust mechanism has a good reason to be there. Yeah. You know, it, it protects us from poison. Okay, so... Yes, uh, poison, disease, it's sort yeah. of... So uh, urine, feces, fecal matter, um, bodily excretion. Eating dog shit is not good for you, basically. Dog shit so it is not... lucky we have that there. To stop us from uh, from doing that because we would get ill. I thought okay, you were going to say, so... like, it's not good for you, but it is lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Only if it crosses your path. <laughs> Black dog shit? Whilst you're walking under a ladder. Yeah. Um, so, so I was wondering whether it works or whether it might be that people on the left wing don't feel the level of disgust they should do. Well, they're probably. Oh, just, oh you they, mean. Okay, do left wing people get poisoned more? Is my. <laughs> As a result of that, well, left-wing people typically have more openness to new experience, so the answer is probably yes. Right. Also, I imagine right-wing people aren't around disgusting things as much. They, they, they're, they're more likely to have people cleaning up their puke, and mm. uh, they're more likely to, to travel around in in nice cars and not live on filthy streets with bad smells and so on. Anyway. Oh well, rich right-wing people, yeah. Well, yeah, okay. I'm saying the more right-wing you go, the more conservative. Right. Um, 
are probably less likely to come across disgusting smells and sights and probably able to avoid it all the more. All the more. I don't know. So I mean, they might get more disgusted. Hard to say, isn't it? I, I don't, don't know. If, I don't think farmers <laughs> are a famously left-wing. <laughs> okay, that's not, people. Maybe it's not my best theory. I don't know. American studies, so a lot of uh, there's a lot of very socially conservative poor people in the States as well. Does it then work that you can make people feel disgusted and change their politics, though? Uh, I don't know how long term it would be, but it does mean that you could you could alter how they would reply in a poll. So if you, right. if you if you wanted an excuse to, you know, be shit on the restrictions about gay rights or something, if you just made sure that all the places you held the poll stank and had. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you shit outside a polling booth, then you yeah, might yeah. get more right wing votes. Um, possibly, yeah. If it lasts for a few minutes, you know, Stephen Pinker. Um, uh, what is he? He's a, a professor of psychology and linguistics, yeah. and wrote. Uh, how the mind works, um, which is a great book, and and, um, and the language instinct the language and the black slaves. Yeah. Um, and one of the theories he proposed about kosher food is that that you, it, it kind of groups people together to have the same kind of food because they they get to form dislike for forming for dislike and disgust for foods that we don't eat uh, adds to dis, dislike for our enemies and is more binding of of the group for eating uh, similarly. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, in the yeah. same way, he points out that uh, eating insects is perfectly healthy, healthy and nutritional. Yeah. Um, but we still find it disgusting not, not to eat uh, the idea of eating insects. Well, that's what that's one of the tests. <laughs> one of the tests that they did when they did the live thing about how how easily disgusting people were is they had um, a, a glass of mealworms, didn't they? Right. Was, which are, as uh, Dave Pizarro put it, very nutritious but gross. Yeah. <laughs> um. And there was a series of things. Would you do this? Would you, uh, would you have a cup of coffee that had been stirred with a used but perfectly clean fly sw- fly swatter, and things like that? No, I wouldn't. Yeah, I would. Would you? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I, th- I think I have. If it's low... used, but it's been washed up and it's 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 completely sanitary. I, I would have no. That'd be no difference to using a plastic spoon to me. Uh, I, d- I don't know. I d- I'm not disgusted by. Uh, Language words. I could watch a comedian talk about yeah. just about anything and not feel any level of disgust. Food does affect me, I guess. I've got pretty uh, fussy taste buds, but I I don't feel how that connects me. Like watching, I, <laughs> I don't choose to watch men kissing, but I don't choose to watch anyone kissing. Um, no, 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 yeah. But I don't feel disgust. That happens a lot. The, the thing with them um, disgust uh, um, people of a different sexuality. I think a lot of the people who feel that are forgetting how unpleasant they'd watch it when people of their own sexuality are having sex. Yeah, 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 totally. Um, um, my friends, or my, my wife's friend, Sarah, she runs a thing where she teaches people teaches people how to teach about equality and diversity, stuff like that. And they used to have a game where they'd, you know, they'd, oh, who, who would you rather live nearer? And, but they're teaching teenagers, right? And they'd be, you know, oh, there's a young couple, they're out all night, blah, blah, blah. And there's this older gay couple... And they immediately go, because they immediately went to them having sex. Right. I was like, I don't want to hear uh, uh, two, uh, two gay people having sex. Yeah, yeah. But you don't want to hear anyone having sex. I don't hear old people having sex. <laughs> no, no, no. Awful. Um, there was a, 
experiment done it. I'm going to say the University of Gothenburg that's in my head, but I've got no idea if that's right. <laughs> um, and for some reason, they only did this experiment with women. Uh, and they found that... <laughs> I don't know why they bothered doing this test. Right. But they found that during arousal, uh, women will find... Uh, they'll be fine with a whole load of things that they would find disgusting when they're not aroused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sexual dis- of course. Uh, disgust. I, I, had, I, had, I had a bit of stand-up about this. Okay. Because some woman, talking about oral sex or someone, and some woman yelled out, I'd be really sort of brazen, should I swallow, you know. I went, what, so if I gave you a cup of it now? Because <laughs> the whole point is, during, yeah, that, that that's another thing about sex, it is... Oh, discussed rather is it's, t- it's turned off during states of arousal or it's much lowered totally but that being totally filthy there are times just after orgasm I've looked up at the computer and thought what <laughs> 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 oh my god really <laughs> um, but but yeah of course and that, that's why when we hear all these sex stories and, and you know what uh, politicians getting up to so on and particularly when you add a politician's face to, to the story it's it's always going to be a bit disgusting because yeah. we're, we're it's horrible hearing what other people's uh, sexual goings on which is which is why they do it right which is why they tell the stories that way yeah yeah, yeah. Like, what, what did you do exactly what did you do yeah uh, did he suck your toes it was always those horrible details <laughs> if the words that come out worse as well yeah yeah it, some, if he sucked her toes that's bad that, that feels mm. it, you know but uh, it's icky but him saying, I want to suck your toes, <laughs> is, is somehow even worse. The same recently, when we, the, the, um, winking has been uh, been in the press recently as being... Uh, sorry. You just have the, uh, the buzz of a phone coming on right now. Let's turn that off. I didn't hear that. Didn't you? No. That was, I, 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 you, 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 you looked said, around like there was a winking. fly. Oh. Winking. Oh. <laughs> Winking's been in the press and then you sort of panicked. <laughs> 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 They're here. <laughs> Uh, that, a, that a wink can be uh, a form of harassment, which I, I guess it can be in, in certain circumstances. But yeah. um, and therefore but, but what makes a wink definitely uh, worse is is asking permission to wink. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's the words that make it. Excuse yeah. me, excuse me, can I wink at you? <coughs> that 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 is that's really creepy. <laughs> my my general answer to it, that is, is um, no. Just, <laughs> yeah, just, just crossing the road. Excuse <laughs> me, um, I was hoping I could wink at you, but I'll let just check first. <laughs> You look like the type who wouldn't mind a wink. <laughs> Even worse. Yeah, mm. that's pretty creepy. But you, I think, and, and again, you couldn't ask someone to do something that they might do in the throes of passion, right? You, you know, people you know, make someone's ass in the middle of sex or whatever, but you can't just ask them to do it. As a, well, not on the street. Excuse me, no, I, you can't. You know, I, can't I can't quite reach. Slightly <laughs> like dirty ass. What do you mean? Not even if you've got a really bad itch up there. No. But even, even if it's someone who would happily do it when turned Yeah, on. it's very hard to know that though, isn't it? It's very hard yeah. to walk along the street and, uh, and guess the people who'd be quite happy to. Yeah. This isn't a complaint on my part, by the way. <laughs> it sounds like it is. <laughs> uh, no, but it's, it's, it's another interesting aspect to discuss is that you... Um, is that it is there sometimes and not there other times. And people use it, and you know, when people are trying to persuade you that, um, that say something like immigration is bad or any any particular group is bad, they always start to use the language of contamination. So yeah. it's always words like you know, um, immigrants are cockroaches, 
or that if you look at any of the Nazi propaganda about the Jews, it was always to do, they were always about rodents, the, 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 the mice, rodents, yeah. mice. Yeah, they were always sort of louse infested, and you know, yeah, with a Swedish smell is one of the mm. weirdest phrases. I don't know what that means. Yeah, does it work as well on people who like mice though? Is that? I don't know. It didn't know. Um, but I think we also use. I think that's how we work. Um, try and shift moral views is not just with there's other types of discuss as well I think uh, but by describing scenarios and, and, and very yeah. often um, like I think we can okay let me venture an idea here for, for yeah. how how a moral change works okay so let's okay. say let's say we choose something and we could even try and get this to actually happen through the podcast but I don't right. know we bother doing it but we choose a thing like okay if I take for instance that um, when I first, I, I used to ages ago have a problem with people saying the word baby, you know, in relationships. Okay. Because okay? um, I don't know, just, it just didn't work for my head. So we're the word expecting baby. a, what would you say? <laughs> yeah, there's something wrong. There's something about it. That, but whilst I was with my wife, she would call me baby and right. I kind of got to like it and it's, it's yeah, affectionate, yeah. it's nice and sweet and so on, right? So let's say you take a thing like that, which is perfectly acceptable to say baby in a relationship. It's in lots of love songs. Oddly, poets don't tend to use it much, but yeah, yeah. songwriters do. Uh, so it, it's fine. It's acceptable. Okay. So let's. So so if these these were the stages. As these are the stages as I would see it. Is first of all, uh, someone has to start an objection to say that the word baby is wrong because it, it applies to uh, babies and that we're using it in a context of adult love uh, and therefore okay. sexual lust and so on. Right. Once that connection is made. I yeah. think we some people start to feel a little level of disgust, and it gets it's now into the theatre of discussion. So now this will add to it. This this will make people more aware and more. It will cement the uh, the connection. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, the next phase of it uh, is going to be that um, that someone will connect the morality of it or, or the damage of it, so that uh, thinking the word baby when you're thinking about sex and, and love with an adult is yeah. putting the word baby in your head and therefore could encourage you to see babies as sexual, okay. right? At this point, it's still not going to get anywhere. But then a case comes up, like right? So someone, uh, you get some paedophile who uh, has also written uh, a lot of love letters with the word baby in it, right? It starts yeah, to look worse. Is, you see how this builds, this right? This is going to go, and, we, and then, uh, we look through his record collection, the following lyrics Totally, were found. all right. So this, this is what happened Maybe, next. baby, just... <laughs> yep. Uh, then someone who's uh, totally against, uh, and says so this is uh, political correctness gone too far, mm. turns out to be a paedophile, and now anyone taking his platform looks bad, right? Then people who have been okay. abused start complaining that, and this is where it really changed, they complain about the word baby, uh, but they also tell stories of the abuse they've been through in that same context, which is where we start feeling that level of disgust because here's an awful story of something that's happened to someone and now they're, they're being triggered by this word. But they're actually only right. being triggered because it's become a trigger through this level of discussion. Uh, the next phase is where an experiment will be done where a load of men are put in the room and they'll play the word baby over and over <laughs> again and then... Uh, some woman test will go around and feel their penises and say that they've gotten they've gotten hard <laughs> shortly after hearing the word baby. So now we have proof. And uh, do you know what I mean? I, I think this is what happens. I think we build this disgust, and I think I think a lot I of morality agree, becomes this overthink where it becomes uh, something that that wasn't. And and maybe subconsciously, what happens when we have these change, this kind of change, is that uh, we've drawn attention to paedophilia, so it's done a good thing. 
or maybe it's changed absolutely nothing and it's been a diversion from real causes. Well, I, mean, I agree with you that we shouldn't try and do this. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon it would be possible to do it, is what I'm saying. I reckon if you spread the word around enough, you had uh, a celebrity or someone start spreading the word, you'd get the discussion going. And at that point, mm. uh, I think the ball is already rolling. And then it gets hard to stop. Yeah, and then it gets hard to take the argument that this is nonsense because you become on the wrong side of the, of the, the moral issue. And, yeah. and we're sparking that feeling of disgust the whole way through by adding real stories of people who've been hurt as children, as babies. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like what you do is, is, is kind of creating a moral panic. That's, yeah, but I think a lot of moral change does come from a, a sort of a, a yeah, moral panic. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it does. I mean, there, are loads of, there are loads of things just in the last in the last year or two years that you go, yeah, things aren't going to be like that anymore. Right. That will, that will remind people of the world before 2017. But this is the odd thing is when you look back on... You know, because if, say, that change happened, yeah. you would then see old films where people are using the word baby and it would feel weird. Yeah. It would feel wrong. And, and it would confirm that this change has been a good thing. But maybe a lot of moral change actually isn't really doing very much. Absolutely. Have you seen the film Reach for the Sky? No. Um, it's the, Don't the, tell me the, the word the, baby. <laughs> not the word baby. He's, he has a dog called Nigger. Right. In it, which is just not a word that you can put over on... Um, <coughs> On the BBC at two PM in the middle, just coming out of nowhere, and the, the, and it's a little plot point in the that the the, uh, the dog dies, so they now have to. <laughs> it's probably the dog. It's it's a really weird sort of edit point. That's a really done. old story, or is it modern? Well, it, it's, joke on. Uh, is it, it supposed to be funny, or is a world, it? No, it's a World War World War pilot. Oh, so, it's, okay. it's famous, like the guy, the guy with the tin legs. Right, doesn't matter. But he, um, so that that word is just suddenly in this film, and it was just that's what people would call black dogs, like the N word. And now, uh, okay, it's. I mean, that, that's 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 the example that leaps to mind. For me, it's one of the most awkward edits because it's edited while the woman is talking on camera. Yeah, and she goes, "I'm afraid it's it's died." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think even watching people smoking indoors in old films look, looks wrong now. Yeah, yeah. You know, people not doing up seatbelts looks wrong now. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't think you needed your nigger example. <laughs> <laughs> For example, yeah, you hear people say baby, and that's presumably it only goes back so far. Yeah, but it's, it's my ringtone. Um, I'm not sure what all this means. I don't know whether it means that you can deliberately manipulate people because I think a lot of a lot of um social change and uh moral change just falls by the wayside, doesn't get enough yeah. followers. It doesn't doesn't hit those right moments that will actually instigate the change. But I do think that the discuss mechanism probably does have to be fired up at some point to start feeling that something is uh we we have to feel more maybe we have to feel more disgusted at uh, at a failure to change something rather than at the thing itself. So at some point, <coughs> people clearly on mass felt disgusted yeah. by the idea of same-sex marriage. Right. Right. Um, and at some point, people had to feel more disgusted by uh, by stopping people uh, being allowed yeah, to express that. Right? It. Yeah. It 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 does always blow me away that that 
we've been around so long and there've been gay people for all of that time and that most of the time they haven't had the same rights as straight people. Like, does it right the way into the 21st century? That's just we've been pretty dumb on everything going yeah. back uh, going back through those uh, those periods, right? Yeah, I guess I guess religion probably has a lot to answer for that. Oh, there's another thing we've discussed that um, we haven't brought up yet, which is you can you feel some version of disgust, and they've done tests in fMRI machines to see where their brain lights up when you hear arguments that you disagree with. Right. Okay. If you hear if if you hear um or if you read an article that makes a point you, you disagree with, it's, it is, to some extent, physically difficult to do. Okay. So the brain just really generalises, doesn't it? it yeah, It's yeah. a whole load of things into the area of disgust. So, so when someone's been sexually assaulted, they shower a lot because they feel mm. disgusted or they need to... And, it, and it's not even washing off the skin, it's just it's something inside, right? But at the same time, yeah. that can come from... Uh, other other wrongdoing, you know, uh, we see it back in Macbeth with, um, uh, you know, Shakespeare's Macbeth with Lady. I don't know what I need to point that out. Uh, Lady Macbeth uh, out damn spot um, after she's. Which would have been a better name for that dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Things have gotten a lot worse in dog yeah, yeah. baby. So after she's committed uh, or been taken part in regicide, which is a yeah. great word. Although it's left us with no word for killing people called Reggie. Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, so they've killed, she's taking part in the, the murder of King Duncan, and uh, yeah. and now feels this disgust. So the brain doesn't know the difference between uh, having been assaulted or having killed a king. No, that's that, that, that's a very good point, and and also it's an absolute cliche from TV and movies, but it's nevertheless something that is known to be the case. If someone yeah. has been assaulted, the first thing they want to do is have a shower. Yeah. And scrub themselves. It's, it, it feels like the same thing. Because I, I guess because at the basis, we evolved all these things for very basic reasons as animals. Yeah. And then we've built on them so yeah. that we've, everything becomes kind of metaphorical for literally trying to spit out something that's poisonous is still similar to the face you make when you hear someone expressing an opinion you find horrific. Yeah. But then, uh, and I, I, I think a lot of things Donald Trump says are disgusting, but still mm. we're finding that people on the right on the right are more disgusted, not less disgusted by life. Because with, with those original experiments, yeah. the point was that the people who are conservative felt greater disgust, didn't they? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're just yeah, we're disgusted more and more easily, I suppose. Yeah. So I this is where I'm at with those experiments. I don't think we've we've clearly understood because also I think uh, I, I think there's other flaws in the experiment at the moment for me in that for example you could um, maybe some of those people felt disgusted, but they're not a large part of the electorate on the conservative side. All right. It's. I mean, loads of people feel disgusted by different things. It depends. Maybe they haven't chosen the right things to do. Because if he's choosing things like same-sex marriage, yeah. then that is a traditional uh, area of disgust for uh, right-wing people. So he hasn't chosen yeah. what would be a traditional or a good area for well, socially conservative the left people, right? you know, it's not. It's not a sort of economic right-wing versus economic left-wing thing, is it? Okay. Um, we, we would associate it with that because it was our conservative party that 
And in the States. They tend to represent that, yeah, yeah. represent that position. I'm trying to think what a good left wing disgust might be. Um, there's a lot of stuff about food, I think. Left wing people are more likely to want their food not to have uh, things like um, uh, detergents or uh, what's. You know what I mean? Like left wing people are more likely <laughs> more likely to buy things that they see as pure, like you know, organic and that sort of thing. Right. Um No, I'm trying to think of a left wing image. Like if if he had for example, if it was uh, a picture of a wall going up between America and Mexico, it's something that, that right. uh, uh that the left wing would find Discussing because if we're choosing gay mar- uh, same-sex marriage, yeah, then that is something that the right, the right wing or the conservative would find um, more disgusting, might find more disgusting. Yeah, but he's not choosing images that the left wing. So, for example, uh, if he chose, if he gave people the same images, the Grubs or or uh, dog shit, whatever, yeah, and then had them react to uh, an image of a wall between Mexico and America, or between or a. Um, I don't know a gate stopping refugees getting into a country or yeah. something. Is there refugees with their arms coming through desperately trying to get in? Would left wing people now feel more disgust than right wing people after uh, having looked at grubs or? Uh, th- I don't know. I've no idea. Well, I, I, what I I'm saying is, all the images that... he used were yeah. all ones that are associated with the right. Because it was also no, the, uh, Im- the images he used. The images were things like an infected knee. No, no, not the images. The, the the issues that then he had them uh, question about. Yeah, okay, on social. Yeah, all the social, issues. all the social questions, uh, which, which included what abortion. So also. Yeah. Uh, but all he all he all issues that the right wing would, would yeah. have a problem with. Yeah. He did. I didn't see any mention of him using images that the left wing would have a problem with. But he wasn't. But those aren't, he was not using images about those things. He was questioning them on where they stood on those social okay. policies. Questioning them where they stood on social policies that are left wing, then. But that didn't. But all of those policies could be left or right wing. Depends where you stand on them. The... Yeah, but they're they're all ones that um, I would expect the discuss mechanism. Yeah. To uh, to favour a position um, that's on the right. Not the discuss. Me- but I'm wondering if the discuss mechanism. Would right. favour a different position if they were then questioned about left wing issues or issues to do with uh, um, where you might get a different reaction. I don't know. I'm not explaining myself to world. Can we cut this bit? Yeah, <laughs> I've gone. I've gone off on one, and now I've got a clue what I'm talking about. I'm sorry. That's what happened when you yeah you talk about something that two people are not experts in. And this is where uh, it goes. And they're both ill. And they're both ill. Yeah. I'll tell you what's disgusting. So do you think do you think you are easily disgusted? Where do you, I mean if if there's a sort by of by food yes right by cer- by certain food stuff and but not by um oh God, there's very little I find if if something's being represented in fiction in a movie or whatever I f- there's very yeah. little I find totally immoral to watch or, or care about as long as it's well it's, it's clear where it's coming from. I might be offended. Well, I'm, not, you, I'm not even offended but, by but anything. But this is by that you're, talk, you're talking about intellectually there, but it, you know. I think I've got a good intellectual override, I guess. Yeah. I, th- I think I've probably quite a high disgust threshold. Very little makes me feel queasy or ill, or apart from being ill. <laughs> mm. Whereas um, 
Kirsty, my wife, will sometimes when we, when we were away in Spain recently to um, clean a lot of um, sort of matted, clogged up hair that was mixed with sort of old shampoo and probably phlegm as well <laughs> out of the out of the plug of the shower because we wanted uh-huh. to. And I heard her starting to gag doing this, probably going. <laughs> so I, I just went, I'll do it because that's. It is that isn't disgusting to me, you know. I don't enjoy doing it, but I, yeah, don't, yeah. I don't care. I'll just wash my hands afterwards. Yeah, I don't have I don't have any version of feeling a bit queasy or ill doing it. Whereas for, it was making her feel physically sick. Uh, it often does. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Can't think of anything that make me gag or make me that that bothered. Yeah. Some people are. Um, I think it's quite easy for to forget if you're quite low on these readings, it's quite easy to forget how high other people are. Like we did a, an episode of the, the the Dave Gorman show, Modern Life is Good, is that I write on. We had an episode where we talked about aposematism, which is the warning signs in nature, you know, the black and yellow colour uh, colours on a wasp, things like that. Yeah. And at one point, I think we just flashed up an image of a poisonous spider. And a lot of people went, you've got to warn us before. Really? Do that. Yeah, some people for whom even an unexpected image of a spider on TV yep. is enough. That's enough to just make them absolutely freeze. I watch audiences sometimes where I see people's faces change because a word has come up or uh, yeah, yeah. Or, or something that you can just... The offence just seems to seep out of there. Every pore of their face is so much fun to watch. Yeah. I can't help... Sometimes I just cannot help provoking it, to, you know, just keeping <laughs> it happening. Uh, repeating a word that uh, they can see someone's face scrunches up every time they hear it. Yeah, it's um, it's a joy. <laughs> it's fun. The thing is just. A... <clears throat> I had a bit about um, as you know, because you saw the preview in, in my Edinburgh show last year. I had a bit about what I would do to re- rewind the world five years. <laughs> right, and yeah. it was to do with you know, so it it ends up with me sort of squeezing shit out of different types of dog. And the That's right, the shit yes. out of so basically, yes. if someone, someone told me there was a magic dog shit that would take you back to four or five years ago or whatever. Um, but that, to me, is a funny image and it's ridiculous and cartoonish. And, yeah, it's meant to be disgusting. But I, I, I myself am not personally... I have no intention of actually squeezing the shit out of a dog and eating it. Are you so... not concerned about how many people you put off same-sex marriage? <laughs> <laughs> I heard people coming out and going, oh, bloody gays. Never occurred to me, yeah. I should have known that the experimental data says I've, put, I've turned my audience more right-wing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, only for a little, only for a moment. I saw you do that, yeah, twice, and actually no, a couple of other times in Edinburgh at the back of the room. But uh, it is interesting seeing people's reaction to a, a dog having a shit squeezed out of it. <laughs> <laughs> and some people just, uh, many people just listen to the words and laugh at the the thought of it. But there, yeah, I think yeah. people, there are other people who are far more visceral, and they get. Uh, they actually in their heads are you are causing a dog to be squeezed in their heads. And, yeah. It's awful for them. You're putting them through agony. That's I try fair. and understand that with complaints. When someone complains about comedy, I try and understand the ones where I think I I'm, I just don't think like them, and I try to yeah, uh, yeah. accept that. But there's other times where people complain, and very often when someone's complaining about a thing that's not them, and they're just it's it's a kind of it's more like that morality that we were talking about before. Um, where I thought they're reacting to the word baby. I think in a, in a sense yes. they're reacting to. Uh, I think a lot of morality we talk ourselves into and then it becomes a fact in people's heads. And now the very fact that someone is effectively saying the word baby on stage is they are saying paedophilia is okay. 
And yeah, now, yeah, yeah, yeah. now that's their offence. And that's where I, I can't relate to them at all. Yeah. I think because then like, the, not not if the context was yeah, the context might be me on stage saying uh, um, that uh, paedophilia is wrong, uh, and I was uh, the other day I saw a baby and then someone comes up afterwards and goes you said baby you said paedophilia therefore you're saying it's okay right right do you know what I mean the, the sentiment clearly was saying the opposite yeah it's quite, it's quite easy to have somebody be, be very upset by the exact opposite of what you said yeah <laughs> that's it's amazingly uh, frequent. A thing I did want to mention um, on the subject of disgust and slightly what you were saying was how... Ignore everything I was saying. I'm just being an idiot today. <laughs> no, but... Um, I went on a wrong point before. That meant nothing. How if you're wired differently to other people, like, for instance, you have just a, a much higher disgust yeah. threshold. Yeah. Um, people, people sort of don't really accept that. People think you're just wrong. Because these things, how you're wired about these things is often the foundation of, of your morality. So pe- people find if you're not disgusted by a thing that disgusts them, there is something just wrong with you. Yeah. Um, and but it, who knows what? There's no correct level of emotion. No, there can't be. Do you know? But it feels natural to people. I think the more emotional people are, the the more. Yeah, I think you're right. I think they, the more they get angry with people who aren't of their emotional level, they don't think that maybe they're too emotional. Yeah. But then what does too emotional mean and what does not emotional enough mean? I don't know. Well, I mean, an example was... Um, was I, I lived we we with... both like pragmatic uh, thoughts and, and uh, a discussion of ideas rather than the emotional jump reaction. Mm. Really, automatically, you said this, that's wrong. Uh, this is obviously correct. Yeah. So, so neither of us really get that. People no. just uh, leap on a moral... Um, uh, statement and 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 will defend it to hell, and they can't hear arguments at that point. No, people are often. I mean, the number of people who can't quite seem to grasp what free speech is. Yeah. Because they heard an example which they think should be an exception. Yeah. Um, but I was going to say, uh, I I live with two women and um, and you I find them disgusting. <laughs> No, but we were doing the, 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 the thing about the, uh, that, it's, it's so cliche, but the, the toilet seat thing. I've met two women. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, it, it took me a while to work out what the problem was with the toilet seat thing, and it was only when, and bear in mind, this is like years and years of my life I've been aware this is a controversy that's supposed to be a thing between men and women, where men do one thing, it annoys women, but I can, I can never remember oh, what the thing is. Oh, you mean not putting the toilet seat down? Yes. Right. But... It was. It had Some to be explained. Say it makes it more aesthetic. And I go, it's a toilet. <laughs> but when they then explain that they find it disgusting. Yeah. I go ah because I don't. Right. Yeah, I'm not going to drink out of it, but you know unless I've Die. tested it. But yeah. We all have that day. Yeah, unless the taps are really hard to turn. But. I, <laughs> <laughs> but um, it it was that that needed to be explained to me. It's a, right. I see, okay, this that is uncomfortable enough for you to look at that me putting it down makes a difference for you. But if you, they thought, why can't I see that? Because I'm not wired like you are. But what do they find disgusting about it? It's already, it's a toilet. I heard, I heard I've heard women say it's just more aesthetic to have a, right. a seat down off and there's a, a, a bit of carpet on it or whatever, it looks nicer. <laughs> um, looking into a toilet, not particularly nice, I guess. Uh... I've never gone into a bathroom and thought, that toilet, oh, it's 
beautiful. Mm. I don't even want to go, but I'm going to use yeah, yeah. it because it looks great. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought, I thought that was an interesting idea is because if people... If people had more understanding that other people are wired differently from them. All right, does anything disgust you, though? Uh, what does... it? Something must say. What, what does disgust you? Uh, babies eating? Do you like... If you're in a restaurant and there's a baby dribbling next to you, just does that put you off your food at all? No. No? Okay. Um. Uh, if, someone's, if someone's doing a shit at the table, would that bother you? Yeah, that'd be really weird. <laughs> I'm so glad you said yes. I would just, of course it bother me. I, I wouldn't stop eating. <laughs> Oh, I should have. It wouldn't really put me off my food. I think. I think if I'm sorry, everybody, if this is too much for you. But if I I think if it were at the level where you can literally see the shit coming out of their anus, that would be. Maybe I wouldn't be be, bothered. Yeah. (laughs) I think it was at the same time as when I was, you know, getting an ice cream out of one of those machines. Yeah, it would be too similar. Um, Yeah. What does disgust you? Um. Well, that wouldn't be very nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean in 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 like the likely scenario in life. Um, someone picking their nose? No. 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 This is a thing I have to remember because I I can easily forget. Apparently, I, I chomp a bit when I eat if I'm not concentrating, and I'm just, I'm just not I'm just not aware of it, and <laughs> I, uh, it really. I know some people find it quite off-putting. Puke. I mean, I don't love it, but it's not. It's just right. Puke and piss and shit are all things that don't smell very nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't pick something out of puke and eat it anymore. <laughs> I'd find it. I'd, That's I'd, the sort of thing I used to do when it was a dare when I was at school. Right. Not often. <laughs> uh, in a kebab shop, once a guy sneezed over the kebab and then offered it to me. <laughs> right. Mm, nice. Yeah. That's but that, but that for me, I'd go no because I don't want to get sick. Yeah, but it, it's as, it's you know what I mean. It, it's as, it's as intellectual as it is emotional, really. Yeah, yeah. I feel a bit. It's just it's just it's not a very powerful emotion. Do you me. put the toilet seat down or not? I do now when I remember. <laughs> so you do it out of respect. I I do because I'm trying to get myself into the habit of doing it because the people with, I live with much prefer it. Right. And in fact, find it disgusting. If I, I don't think women had any respect. They'd put the toilet seat up after they're finished with it. <laughs> the, what they're actually asking men to do is to touch a toilet seat totally unnecessarily. Sometimes a bloke mm. can go into a toilet. We have, there's an advantage of being male there, right? Yeah. Sometimes you can go into a toilet and just not touch anything. <laughs> if you've got stilts. <laughs> well, you don't. You don't if the toilet seat's up. There's nothing to touch, right? Then you've got to, then you've got to touch, touch a dirty toilet seat just because it makes it uh, more. It yeah, yeah. makes other people happy. Well, obviously, you touch yourself, you know, yeah. <laughs> unless, you're, uh, yeah. unless you've got a very well trained penis. I just think, how are you doing the zip? <laughs> <laughs> I find it, I've got a really good wriggle. I, I once saw a man, <laughs> an old man as well, he was about 70 odd, um, walk into a toilet next to me and just at the urinal next to me and just open a huge duffel coat and then, without doing anything else, piss out of it. He <laughs> <laughs> was just doing it like he was flashing the wall. <laughs> And it, it was, for some reason, very, very funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's uh, some reason about it. I think that's definitely funny. He pissed really powerfully. <laughs> like, like, he, like he was lucky to get to the coat in time. I'd be looking that's... for the cameras. Yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> that's a candid camera moment. 
How long have we been talking for? Long enough, I reckon. Did we time it or not? Uh, No, we didn't. um, Did we resolve anything? Uh, That it's putting it down, isn't it? Putting the toilet seat down. (laughs) Put the toilet seat down. This podcast has changed. Uh, But if you don't fancy touching with your hands, just just put it down with some piss. Just piss it down. (laughs) I use my mouth. (laughs) So I don't have to wash my hands. Um, yeah, that feels like feels like a natural break, doesn't it? No, we can no, we can go away and try and find out whether we can change people's minds by disgusting them. Um, and when you're listening to this, if you want to uh, tweet us or write in or um, disagree with things or make some points, then please yeah. do. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. If you think you're dead wrong or you're dead right or you got some idea, or you got some. You got some information that we could really do with. Yeah, that'd be good too. Don't bother telling me that earlier on when I was yabbering uh, that I wasn't making any sense because I wouldn't know that. <laughs> and if I knew how to edit, you wouldn't know that. But, yeah, um, <laughs> but there's no editing going on with this. Not yet. Yeah. So um, thank cool. you for listening. Yep, yeah. and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>